0: attention please (laughs) stop walking while i'm squawking all aboard
1: hi everybody
0: hello 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 dana
1: yes dana
0: we're in the final countdown
1: it's the final countdown
0: (laughs) and not to anything disney related it is the final countdown to our other love which you all know by now by the time you're hearing this on Monday, I will literally be, I'll be three days and you'll be four days away from finally seeing Scream Six, a film we never thought would ever, ever happen. Like, little on Scream Five happening last year. Now we get six. Like, what? I'm, I just, I can't, I can't wait. I'm very excited. Have to get that out of my system. Like, all the promos are going like crazy. So you guys, I texted Dana earlier today, and I was like, "Answer your phone." And obviously, oh, that made yeah. zero sense.
1: You didn't also call it.
0: I wasn't supposed to call it. There's a new, but promo. nobody did. So there's a new promo for Scream where you can enter people's phone numbers, and they get a call from yeah. Ghostface.
1: Oh, I didn't get one. I didn't get one today. If I yeah, did, I, I put would've. my
0: number in. I think probably 850 million people went and put phone numbers in, and we'll get a phone call in like July. Is when it'll happen. Like the phone will ring in July and you'll be like, what is this? Hello? And it'll be go. 100%. Yeah.
1: Do you remember when we tried to get the Airbnb uh, at Stu Mocker's house? Oh my
0: gosh. Yes. And we didn't get
1: it. Spoiler, we didn't get it.
0: We really thought all of our Disney website training of like locking stuff in on the Disney website would give us the leg up to try to win. You all, this was the craziest thing. They basically said the first two people who book this Airbnb experience at the Scream house up in, it's like in Northern California where the first Scream, the final scene happened like this cult home now basically like every whore fan knows this home and now they offer tours of it all the time like you can book tours the owners just sell it out for tours and do whatever and they have overnights but this was like a kitschy thing they did where the first two people you could who, rent it out
1: on airbnb I, I found the guy on tiktok who got it and he posted like some cool pictures where it was like He would hold up a Polaroid from the movie at the real spot. You know, you've seen people do that trick before. Yep. And it was cute, but I was also really mad. I was like, you're the guy. And he was like, yeah, I am the guy who won. I was like, ah, congratulations.
0: (laughs) I think it was all a marketing ploy and they picked people with big, like TikTok followers.
1: He did not have a big TikTok following. Really? So that's what's interesting. Yeah, he didn't have a big following.
0: Maybe he just got lucky. He's that guy snagging those uh, reservations at Disney World before everybody else.
1: I guess so. Well, speaking of Disney, I should tell you that I just had a lovely trip to Disneyland <laughs> in the rain in a full blizzard. Was it? It was. It was lovely. Okay,
0: wait, wait, wait. Did you just call it a blizzard? <laughs>
1: yes, we are. Dana. We're on blizzard watch. No, Dana. Adam, Adam, we are actually on blizzard. That was we have, not
0: a blizzard. We
1: have snow on our mountains. <laughs> no, it was a big deal. No, it was
0: a big deal. It, it dis- I saw your pictures. It okay. was not okay, a blizzard. Okay. You were not. It wasn't guys, a blizzard there. If a- anybody listening from, I don't know, any other state but California and Florida would completely understand right now that Dana is being a very whiny L.A. person about the weather again. No! Because, oh my gosh, it got cold and, oh my gosh, the mountains around L.A. had snow on them. Which, frankly, nobody should be complaining because... Think of all the fresh no, water I'm not Southern California just got. And they were desperate for the water.
1: One, sir, I am not complaining. We are happy about it. And I just said I had the loveliest trip during our blizzard storm, uh, which blizzard. they have not had snow. It was so.
0: It was a.k.a. light freezing drizzle. <laughs>
1: Ah, it's a blizzard! Let me tell you how many layers my friends and I packed. This will be
0: this week's poll. This
1: this is the poll. How many layers did four Southern California ladies have to pack into the parks to make sure that they did not freeze? I'll tell you right now, the layers were like three. I wore two sets of Lululemon leggings. I don't have any, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Um, water-resistant pants. So then I wore jeans on top of my two pairs of leggings. And then we got there and it wasn't raining. So we were all way too layered up. And because nobody showed up because of the blizzard that was happening, we had the park to ourselves. So at like 10 a.m. when we got there, we raced to Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And by the time we got in the line, which was a whopping 20 minute wait, and it wasn't even that. It was like 10 minutes. Uh, But it said 20-minute wait. We were just shedding all of these layers because we had put on too much and then ran to the very back of the park.
0: Again, in the blizzard, the great blizzard of Los Angeles.
1: It was a blizzard. No, it really was. It really was intense. You can roll your eyes all you want, Mr. New Yorker.
0: I am. You all, like, I hope every person who does not live in California is rolling their eyes at the ridiculousness of, A, calling it a blizzard, be, look, I I fully support you going. Like When you texted me and said you all were going there, I was like, Man, smart, because there's going to be no wait times for anything. You're going to be able to do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Your pictures from there reminded me of every time Kurt and I have gone to Disneyland Paris, because we go there mm. in December when we go over to the UK for the holidays, and then we take the Eurostar down to Paris. It's that. Mm-hmm. But Dana, I've been in a real snowstorm in Paris. At Disneyland Paris riding rides, you know, <makes noise> real where <laughs> snow, you know, to define the blizzard, I think snow needs to actually accumulate on the ground you're standing on to it be a blizzard. Doing
1: that or. here in Southern California and on the in top of the, the mountains, mountains. <laughs> <laughs> it did it. No, it did it here, too, for like a second. And then it kind of turned to hail.
0: Do you remember that Full House episode where it snowed at Christmas and they were all like lost their minds because nobody in San Francisco had seen snow?
1: No, I don't. But I believe that it exists. It was a
0: classic. It was a classic one. So it was fun. We like, had so much fun. Highlight. What was the absolute highlight?
1: Well, two highlights. We saw two fan favorites of the podcast. We saw our friend Amanda and we saw Dana Johnson, not me. And got to talk to her about her trip that she just had in Florida. Um, So that was really fun to see two friends for a brief minute. Oh,
0: did she find our bartender?
1: I don't think she did. We'll have to ask her. I don't think she did. She texted us, remember, right, Adam, and that yeah. her son ended up getting sick. She had the unthinkable happen. But she also shared that Disney was super great because she had to get to an urgent care. And I think they drove her to an urgent care or brought somebody. I can't remember. But it was still super cool. She
0: could at that deluxe resort at the Yacht Club.
1: Yeah, living that Yacht Club life. But no, so that was really fun. And then, oh, my highlight, I think, of the trip... Besides, like staying super bundled and having the best time with my three other best friends, was probably going on Guardians of the Galaxy twice. And we got the Jackson Five, I Want You Back song on the second round. because nice. That's the best song to hear on that ride. Yeah. And I never hear it anymore. So I was really thrilled to hear it. <laughs> it's
0: the best. Did you do any of the outdoor rides?
1: Most of them are closed because of the rain. Um, oh. Big Thunder was closed, but temporarily when we were over there, we did mostly all indoor rides just because like if you went over to the teacups and the Alice in Wonderland ride, both of those were closed down and the teacups had little shawls over each of the teacups. It was kind of cute. Oh, that's really cute. Yeah. To keep all the (laughs) rain out. Yeah.
0: Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. It was. Uh, I am kind of bummed I missed it. I would have been like in shorts and a t-shirt.
1: No, you wouldn't have. It was so chilly and a little bit windy, a little bit windy.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, I had, uh-huh. I had to anyway. really
1: dress up for this. It was a lot, a lot of layers.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, this week's poll will be. Was it a blizzard at Disneyland? Yes or no? We'll let people chime in.
1: Fine, fine. Well, <laughs> folks, today we have a little bit of news that we thought we'd do in a vault and share what's going on. Yeah,
0: go back to the classic.
1: Yeah, go back to our, our original format here on the Gen D podcast. The classic.
0: Um, yes. Yeah, so very first thing, and this is more of a story plus some news. So we talked about the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue at Disney World, how the menu came out. So first thing here, we talked about this a few weeks ago. Uh, When the menu got announced for the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue at Toy Story Land at Hollywood Studios over on my side of the country down at Disney World. So the menu, remember, looks really good. And like stuff I've been reading about the vegetarian options look like it's kind of probably the most creative vegetarian route. Disney World has gone like that. Remember we talked about that one bone-in ribeye that's all beyond meat and a sugar cane bone to be the bone. Like, I'm super excited to see it when Kurt orders all that because after a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, we were able to get a reservation um, because reservations did open a couple of weeks ago before Roundup Rodeo. You know, this is the hard thing. Like, reservations are supposed to open in the morning at 6 a.m., Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific, right? Mm -hmm. We all get up to do it. So story time, kids. I got up to use the restroom at like 5.15. And I thought, I'm just going to check Disney Twitter and see if for some reason the reservations opened early. And they did. And Uh. people all like Disney Food Blog and all these other ones were like, reservations are open for Roundup Rodeo, blah, 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 blah. Get them now, get them now. So I hop on there at like 5.15 in the morning. And I'm like refreshing and i've got i'm like doing it on the browser on an ipad doing it on my phone like the usual rigamore mm-hmm. that we go through to get a reservation because
1: we're insane people and
0: nothing is popping up nothing is popping up and then people on twitter are like i got a reservation i got a reservation i'm like oh man and then i was like man i'm looking for like two months out late april or mid april after we get back from the cruise like at the end of a hotel reservation like Come on. Like I'm here when it just opens up. How are these? So people on Twitter were like, they're gone. They're gone. They're gone. Cannot believe they went that fast. Like they're sold out. There are no reservations. And then all of a sudden I just, I finally caved and I gave up and I was like, we're just not going to have barbecue. We'll go over the regal Eagle and probably eat the same thing. And um, (laughs) then I got up and I saw the headlines that the Roundup Rodeo debacle Crashed the dining reservation system at Disney World that morning. Oh, dang. So apparently at five something in the morning, they only released opening day reservations.
1: Oh, I see. And
0: so many people were on searching for reservations on other dates. It crashed the entire system and nobody could make reservations anywhere. So they had to like shut the thing down. Everything went back to... Reservations coming soon, blah, blah, blah. Check back mm-hmm. here on this date to find out more. And then Disney did not comment as they never do about this stuff. And apparently all the like blogs and blogs and people, the influencers, journalists, as I put them in quotes, were reaching out to Disney, trying to get comment. People were calling the reservation hotline, trying to figure out where the reservations were. Or could they get them? Were they sold out? And the people on the hotlines apparently had no idea. Anyway, I'm on my way to work and I randomly just like refreshing the reservation page and a reservation popped up at the Roundup Rodeo for the exact day and time we wanted it. So I just grabbed it and now we're going.
1: That's awesome. And I think we should also mention that the official opening date for Woody's Roundup Barbecue is March 23rd. So if you have a vacation planned after March twenty third, then you can also attempt to get these reservations.
0: And I think it's keywords going to be attempt now because I think it is booking. I think it's like Space two twenty and the other ones. It's the new shiny thing. Yep, it is pricey. I believe it's around fifty nine dollars a person, an adult.
1: What? Because it's a all yeah. you care to enjoy type of menu. All you care or, to enjoy. Okay.
0: Yep, hmm. and then remember that does not include any alcoholic beverages or anything like that. Yeah, so. Keep that in mind when you book it. I mean, that's like that's uh, up there with space two twenty lunch pricing.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean it's it might
0: be 49. I'll have to look. I, I don't have it in front of me. But again, the menu is all you care to enjoy. There's multiple courses, it's gonna be a lot of food, and also I think they're really upcharging for the experience of it because it looks like the renderings and the photos from construction and everything else. I think it's going to be a really, really cool and unique dining experience. It's going to be up there with, you know, how everybody geeks out over sci-fi drive-in.
1: Yes, I love it. I'm one of them. I think
0: this is going to be up there in terms of theming and such inside the restaurant.
1: I have a pleasant surprise for you, sir. I did just Google it. it. It's less. It's significantly less. Um, It is $45 for adults and $25 for kids. Usually the price, you're not wrong on this. Usually, the prices when it's a fixed menu like that is between fifty-five to sixty dollars an adult and twenty-nine to forty for a kid. So this is on the lower side, hmm. which is great. I stand um, corrected. Th- hey, that just means more money we can spend in other dining locations uh, that we <laughs> have, have on this vacation. Oh. I can't wait. I know. We, we already know. have more plans, a scheme in We'll save those for later. We'll
0: have to do a whole, I think, yeah, I think pre-cruise, we will do a whole pre-trip chat.
1: Yep. I about think it that's all. a good plan.
0: But anyway, so it looks, look, I'm excited because, again, I'm in Kansas City and at heart, barbecues in my blood. And so I'm very excited to try this on the back end of our trip after the cruise when we go to Hollywood Studios today. Because we really weren't going to go to Hollywood Studios at all on yeah. this trip. And then, dang it, Disney had to go and open up a new restaurant that we wanted to try. So now I feel obligated. Plus, Noah absolutely is obsessed with the Lightning McQueen show at oh, Hollywood yeah. Studios. It's Have adorable. you done that? Yeah, it's we so did it with cute. Ray
1: last time. I like it.
0: Yeah. So he's obsessed with that because literally I think we've watched Cars uh, close to 952,000 times in the last month.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He comes up to the TV and he goes, Cars, 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 Cars.
1: I've said so. this before, sir, but it sounds like you just need to bring him over to California Adventure where we have I the whole know. Cars but he land. He can do it
0: though. He can't do Doesn't
1: matter. He's still going to love Springs. all this stuff. He can do the other two rides, Luigi's and Mater. But I'll tell you, Cars movie, super great. Did not have any care in the world to watch that movie before I had a kid. And then same as you, around that same age, around two, Ray got obsessed with watching all the Cars movies. And I'll tell you.
0: All three. One
1: and three are phenomenal. Two kind of just lifts right up. Yeah, really two.
0: What were they doing?
1: I don't know. What was two?
0: You know, two reminds me of the last Pitch Perfect movie, which was really uh, oddball. You
1: can stop right there. Where they there. were like a I don't CIA, know anything Pitch like, perfect. What? I don't know that. Oh, don't. Dana. Don't. No. Okay, I'll tell you what's happening right now. Carly and oh Kim are listening God. to this podcast and they are laughing so hard because apparently you don't know that I hate Pitch Perfect because I can't stand acapella music, specifically when people are smug as they sing acapella music, which is those entire movies. Like, okay, cool. You're harmonizing without any backing vocals. I Good know, for you. But
0: pitch Perfect brought Skylar Aston into our world. So I don't know who that is. What more do we need that? I don't
1: know. Oh, my
0: God. Dana.
1: I haven't watched him. I mean, like, on in the background, I guess. But no. You no, guys. thank you. Okay.
0: Anyway, that's okay. Woody's. Or not Woody's? Woody, I keep calling it Woody's Roundup, but it's Woody's Lunchbox. And this is just no, Roundup Rodeo.
1: It's not you're Woody's right. Roundup no, it's, Rodeo. Wait, what is it called? No, it's called. It's
0: Roundup Rodeo.
1: Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. And then there's yeah, Woody's lunchbox, which know, is the quick keep service. Wanting to which I call love. This
0: Woody's roundup radio.
1: Well, staying over at Hollywood Studios, another piece of news that just came out like today, Mandalorian has just appeared at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which is a big deal. He has not been over to Florida yet. He's been here at Disneyland for quite some time, um, but now, and I think. I assume he's not at Disneyland any longer. I think he's only there because you and I. Remember? There's like one costume. No, they said it at yeah, D23. They,
0: they said they only have one. And we yeah. were like, yeah, because they have no money and they were only able to make one.
1: Costume. Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently today, the recording that we're doing is March 1st. I guess like he was basically mauled by the rabid fans who were so excited to see him. There are all these pictures of what looks like a absolutely unhinged chaotic scene of people just like mobbing the guy as he's trying to walk through galaxy's edge so go to wdwmagic.com and you can find all these pictures but it's kind of funny he looks like he's like i don't know harry styles at a concert like people are going crazy (laughs) over this guy
0: have you seen him at disneyland yet because i finally saw a video of him interacting with people in the park and i was like okay. Because my whole thing was like Grogu is in a fanny pack. Mm -hmm. Literally looks like the Grogu you can buy at Target that sits there and goes, uh, turns its head and bats its eyes. And they like stuck him in a fancy fanny pack that Mando is like walking around with.
1: I can't even see that he has Grogu today at Hollywood Studios. He might, but the, the mob of people is so intense. I can't see him past really his shoulders in all of the photos that they've taken. But I'm wondering if maybe they didn't even have Grogu there that day.
0: Do they, speaking of these new characters that they kept announcing at D23, did they ever roll out the gigantic weird Hulk thing at DCA? Did that ever show yet. up?
1: No, I don't <coughs> think, I haven't seen it. I don't think they have.
0: Maybe because it got panned so bad at D23 yeah. when they were like, what is this? It
1: probably did. I
0: don't know. Look, I think it's, I think the character meet and greets are really cool when they have them walking around. And I think it's what they did really well with Avengers Campus out in California. Like, mm-hmm. we're pending what shows are on Disney Plus right then. They bring those characters out. Like, I think that's been really clever. Yeah. Mando thing. Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah. Well, there Pedro you have Pedro
0: Pascal it. saves a child. Or are you watching The Last of Us?
1: Not yet. But you've told me that I need to. You've told me that you've cried. I will watch it. I'll get to it. Literally. Really but the like funny him.
0: thing is, is every TV show right now is Pedro Pascal saves a special child and takes them on a journey. 100%.
1: I don't know
0: what's going on. Anyway. Okay. So should we zip over to the coast that's undergoing blizzard watch 2023?
1: Guys, it's really cold and windy here. (laughs) It was a high of 53 today. That is chilly. You're doing it in
0: that voice. Well, Okay, I have one thing we didn't talk about that I'm just going to mention for two seconds because you and I geeked out about this. So remember one of the greatest things ever from the Falcon show? Um, the, or not the Falcon show, um, Hawkeye on Disney Plus based in we New York. We geeked
1: out over this because I, I didn't watch did. that.
0: Oh, well, Curt and I geeked out of it. Anyway, the big thing was Hawkeye is at a Broadway show, the premiere of Rogers the Musical. <gasps>
1: Based oh, yeah. on the life
0: of Steve Rogers. Yes. Well, somebody got the hint because we've all been talking about what's going to go into the Hyperion Theater at DCA ah. since Frozen Live went away. Mm-hmm. Somebody has put together a full stage show For the theme park of Rogers, the musical, we are getting the Avengers, the musical staged to DCA, and I cannot wait to come back to come see this.
1: I'm here for it. I cannot wait. I will give you guys a full (laughs) review. They said it's going to be here for all summer. They didn't say if it's going to stay forever, but I'm super excited about this. I did know that this was coming because I'm in a Facebook group with other like character performers, like past and present, and people were posting that the auditions were going on. And I was like, I thought it was maybe for one of the cruise hmm. ships that they're gonna do the show, yeah. but no, it's gonna be here at the oh Hyperion. I bet be it will get to, show. I bet it will. I'm sure it will get there because both the Frozen and Aladdin shows are now on the cruises. So,
0: well, and you would there. think with the wish that they have the whole Marvel dinner, like this would be. Yeah. Anyway, the promo that Disneyland put out was Agent Carter just walking towards the Hyperion Theater to go see the show. So I'm very excited about this. Okay, but the other thing we wanted to talk about, because you all know when there's new food offerings or food festivals, we seem to have to talk about it and daydream of eating, or in this case, maybe not eating some of the foods on offer. So as we await Toontown to open at Disneyland on March 19th, It's coming. coming. I know. Are you going to go let Ray run around for hours?
1: Yes, of course I will. I want to see it and I'm so excited about it.
0: So the newest addition to Toontown because actually you think about it like that bit of the park is in Disneyland terms, a bit of a food desert. You go past the Matterhorn, you go out to Small Mm -hmm. World, the Fantasyland Theater, and then Toontown.
1: Yeah. There's nowhere to get a bite
0: to eat. There's you're right, there's just
1: popcorn stands. That's about all that they yeah. have over there.
0: Well, guess what, everybody? That is going to change. So when your little kiddos are running around Toontown or Dana and I are running around Toontown as adults, there's a new quick service restaurant that will do mobile ordering. It is called Cafe Daisy, which my mom will be very happy about since. Daisy and Donald are her favorites. Cafe Daisy, a new eatery where Daisy Duck will be showing off her disney calls it expert culinary skills i think that might be a stretch when we talk questionable food that's offered but anyway there's let's talk about some of these options we'll start with the easy one there is the daisy dog it's just an all-beef hot dog with chips and you can add some chili cheese sauce on it that's simple theme park fare
1: and mac and cheese Hold on. It well, says no, no, no. It's- that's
0: the daisy's dressed up
1: dog. Oh, okay. Yep, yep, yep. I see. You. Yep, yep. Sorry.
0: So the daisy's dressed up dog. We're gonna plus the daisy dog, and we're gonna dress it up. I see what they did there. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's an all beef hot dog, foot long hot dog. So it's with chili cheese sauce, mac and cheese. And Parmesan potato crispies all on the hot dog plus a side of potato chips. This reminds me of that. Remember when we talked about that, like, corn dog pickle, pretzel? Yes, and we had it. That was it's Disney so man. good.
1: Yeah, it's so good. This, <laughs> that's, is, that's, that's uh, a, this is the picture looks questionable to me. It's a lot of that synthetic cheese, you know. I, know, that I We love some.
0: I would love some theme park cheese, though. Give me some plastic yeah. cheese.
1: Yeah, this looks like a shareable hot dog to me. Like, this is, this is an intense hot dog. Okay. Um, I want to talk about this next one that concerns the pizza. Me. Yep.
0: The f- cheesy flop over.
1: They're calling it the cheesy <laughs> so pizza t- flop over.
0: Flop over. And also the pepperoni pizza flop over with pepperoni, mozzarella, and provolone with tomato sauce. But it's hard to explain this. It's basically a pizza sandwich.
1: It's like a calzone without it being closed up. So it's like, yeah, pizza sandwich. It's a calzone. You know
0: what? It's like how you eat a New York slice. It's how you eat a New York slice. It does not look like a New
1: York slice. No, but when you eat a New York
0: slice, you fold it because they're so big. You fold it in half to eat the New York slice like that's Yeah.
1: That's this is a like pizza. the size of a tortilla that they have flopped over in calzone style, but it still does not look as good as a calzone. They no. also look like they've put some garnishes on the top, like basil and Parmesan some um, cheese.
0: It's like they've got cheese on the top of it.
1: It already to me looks like burnt cheese. I can smell this from the picture and it, it's giving oh alien Just pizza planet vibes. It's not good. It does not look good to me. I will not be purchasing this or trying it for the podcast. So I'm putting that out there now.
0: Maybe I'll do it. Okay. So if you don't want to have a heart attack and eat the cheesy pizza flop over, there's a lighter fare. The spring garden wrap is Daisy's plant-based offerings. It's romaine and quinoa and a wrap with a creamy lemon dressing and toasted pumpkin pumpkin seeds. Pumpkin. Pumpkin seeds, again with chips. I, clearly, they're going to have bags of potato chips at this place because that's mm-hmm. um, all the options. Okay. So then for kids, there is cheese, please. It's a cheese pizza. Yeah. Not folded I see over.
1: It. We all know this pizza. They sell it at the Pinocchio's village house in Fantasyland. They sell this at Pizza Planet. It's just the like mini pizza pie that's just like mm-hmm. mostly dough with a little bit of burnt cheese in the center.
0: Yeah, and then they've got a pepperoni pizza with the pepperonis. Make it Mickey. Oh, mm-hmm. ho, surprise, surprise. Um, you can also get minis, Mini Corn Dogs or mini Mac and Cheesy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, okay. Then they've got Toontown Tater Chips. So, more with the chips. That is run on yep. chips. They are They're screwed, screwed chips. if the supply chain on potato chips gets messed up.
1: Ooh-wee. So I know.
0: That is tater chips with uh chili cheese sauce, which I'm sure is the same plastic cheese sauce they're putting on the hot dogs. And then for dessert, there's this Daisy's goody goody donuts. So it's just cinnamon sugar donuts.
1: Yeah, they look cute. I mean, and she says it's like, like the
0: that's
1: how <laughs> there you come go. on, you've been watching enough of the uh, <laughs> oh Mickey gosh. shorts. Goody goody. Mickey
0: Mouse Clubhouse and everything else. Um, okay, so there's two more things here I want to mention the last for the cocktails but they're not cocktails but they should be cocktails
1: uh-huh
0: especially this one the picnic time watermelon lemonade and then they mm. it's made with minute made zero sugar lemonade watermelon syrup and what i like having it like <laughs> kill the zero sugar lemonade and the whole like yeah. not having sugar in the lemonade with watermelon syrup and watermelon gummy bears <laughs> yeah <laughs> how good would that be with some vodka
1: it would be very good it would be very right? good. I I don't need the watermelon gummies on the top, but I would definitely try this. We could just make this. We can make this alcohol. Yeah, we
0: should make this. We should make this cuz watermelon like anything watermelon drink is like just mm, it's good. Yeah. Um,
1: I know what you want I, I know what you so want to say at the end here though. There's I one know. more drink. They
0: got a coffee
1: cold brew.
0: It <laughs> should be a cold brew cocktail. Hold that thought timeout yeah. like zach morris timeout on coffee cold brew cocktails yes. yeah. oh my gosh dana there is an entire bar that molly our friend molly from um mammoth club <laughs> she's in our heads she's our friend she's no idea who we are but anyway no you've messaged with her i keep forgetting anyway molly on the disney wish i have to go back but in the latest video there's an entire bar like one of their cafe bars where they have yeah. like six different coffee cocktails like cold brew cocktails six different styles like bourbon and vodka and blah 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 so that's gonna be it we'll anyway, go find
1: that i love that
0: i'm in okay so this one does not have alcohol in it but it is a specialty cold brew is what they're calling it made up mm-hmm. of caramel mudslide cold brew with joffrey's cold brew and a sea salt and whipped topping like eh, throw some vodka in there. it will be good.
1: It's going to be like a chocolatey cold brew. That's really all it is yeah. with a boatload of whipped cream on the top.
0: So, okay. There's one last thing that I want to mention, and I actually think this is super cute and they have this perfect picnic basket. And this is oh. over at another, there's going to be this thing called Toontown Farmer's Market uh, and it's good boy, good boy, Grushers at Toontown Farmer's Market. And They have some grab-and-go treats and stuff. But the cool thing that they have is the Perfect Picnic Basket. And it's three snack-size items of your choice. And then you can pick up, it's like this cute little basket that's got like a big Mickey hand holding the basket. And then you can also purchase a matching picnic blanket and go have a little picnic in Toontown.
1: That is really cute. That's Um,
0: super cute. That blanket is probably $150. I I know. I mean, it's look at that blanket. I would get that blanket and take that to Central Park and go on picnics in Central Park with that blanket.
1: Well, it sounds like you need to make a trip down here and come get it so that you can go back and take that I know. on a Central Park. <gasps> park Hold
0: trip, up! Biggest breaking news: How long have you had Topo Chico available at Disneyland? Is this forever? been a thing for a while? This
1: isn't breaking news. We've had it forever. You didn't know this? Where? No, everywhere. We're at always every looking church-
0: for fizzy water.
1: Oh, it's, it's. This is a hello. new thing.
0: this has hello. to be a new thing.
1: We are California and we have Topo Chico literally everywhere. You can get it at every cart, every stand, go up to a churro what? cart, Since popcorn. When? No, lies. Mm, lies. We've had it for years, like three years. Probably three years.
0: No, it wasn't yeah. there last year when we were there.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah, no. it
0: was. I don't believe it. I am Mexican here to tell you. Waters, what you call it. <laughs> <Incredibly>. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's no, nah, it's been so nice. good.
1: It's been. What? Nice. I promise you. Mm-hmm.
0: Mind blown. Anyway, I think all these things are going to be super cute. I'm sure there's going to be like looking at this picnic basket in this Mickey Mouse blanket. The resellers will be lined up down the street to get those.
1: I feel like the resellers are a bigger deal in Florida than they are in California. I think it happens here, but it's way more of a bigger thing out there. Probably because there's just more merchandise out in Florida. But I'll be curious. Did to you see what, what they're happens. doing
0: in Florida now to try to curb Combat the lines, this? like the insane lines and everything.
1: No, what are they doing?
0: You have to mope. There's no more lines. You have to mobile order the oh. popcorn buckets or sippers, like all those specialty things that people go
1: yeah.
0: absolutely bonkers over. You have to mobile order them now and come in at an assigned pickup time to go get it.
1: That's good. Smart. And they limit it. They probably limit they it. They limit it how many you can buy. Yep. That's smart. Smart. Well, good. Okay.
0: Anyway, that's all we have. Yeah.
1: I have a vault prepared for you, good sir. And I want to see if you can guess what it is.
0: Okay. All right. I'm ready. Would you like a a a hint?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think this might be the first vault that is about a land, a section, and not a single ride. Okay. And Which park? It's going to cover both Magic Kingdom and Disneyland.
0: So I have to pick which land it is. Hmm.
1: Yes. I'm going to
0: go with... Did I get one more clue?
1: Yes, but this will probably give it away. We were just talking about it.
0: Fantasyland? Nope. We're not talking about Toontown, because we were just talking, but they don't have Toontown at Disney World.
1: Yes, I'm going to give you the history of Mickey's Toontown. All right.
0: But they don't have it at Disney World. Well, they
1: did. They t- Sir, sit back and relax and listen to this I'm gonna vault. I'm going to grab
0: my fancy cocktail here and uh, enjoy.
1: Well, I did think that this was just going to be about Disneyland's Toontown. That's why I did it, because I wanted, you know— Disneyland's Toontown is about to reopen on March 19th. So I thought it'd be fun to tell you the history of Toontown. I like it. And I thought it was really only going to be Disneyland's history, but actually this all started in Florida. So sit back and relax. I real quick just want to cite my sources up front. I got a lot of this information from the official Disney Parks blog, as well as a YouTube channel called Yesterworld. I know you've watched stuff, Adam, before from them. Love them. It's so good. If you want any information on any ride, and they always have great visuals, too, that guy does a great background on everything. So
0: Disney should hire him as a historian.
1: They really should. Okay, so Mickey's Toontown. How did this land... Come about. It actually started as a temporary celebration in 1988 when Mickey Mouse turned 60 years old. So, the Magic Kingdom held a big celebration by way of expanding their park behind Fantasyland. They found a little extra space and they thought, let's throw Mickey a birthday party. (laughs) Um, So, the event was called Mickey's Birthday Land and it debuted on June 18th, 1988, at the Magic Kingdom only. They had banners all over the parks. I didn't go to Disney World then. I really wish I could because I bet it was like so 80s and so cheesy. But they had a brand new train station installed in the very back by Fantasyland Called the quote, birthday land station. And so they wanted people to ride the train from Main Street to go all the way to the very back where the now birthday land station was. And they had this cheesy music playing, this birthday music with like <laughs> cartoon cutouts of all of the Disney characters and party hats and stuff to get you like psyched and hyped up to go to Mickey's birthday land. So once you got off of the train at Mickey's birthday land, you were greeted by a ton of different characters and a big old welcome to Duckburg sign. Because Duckburg, you know, was so popular with the like TV shows back then. So in the center was Mickey's cartoon looking house, which was flanked by four brightly colored circus tents. They were each a different color, like Pink and teal and yellow and I think red. And so they were massive. And if you've been to Disney World's Toontown or have any memory of it, you probably remember these circus tents because they lasted for a very long time. Each of the tents held something different for Mickey's birthday land experience. Um, One tent held a live birthday show with all the characters coming out, making Mickey a birthday cake. Another tent held a meet-and-greet location with the birthday boy himself. Another was a screen room where you could watch old videos of Mickey Mouse, like old Disney cartoons. And then the smallest tent was like a little mini store. The birthday song that was on loop on both the train ride and the live show still plays in the parks today. And I want to play you a second of it, Adam, and see if you remember this. I'm actually going to text it to you.
0: It looks like it's in a high school auditorium.
1: Oh, yeah. This video, like this whole show was super.
0: What theater did they do?
1: Community theater vibes.
0: I think my favorite in this video, though, is Minnie, like about to pop out of the cake, like standing on the cake, (laughs) like about to pop out.
1: She's about to pop out like one of those like strippers, like out of the giant birthday cake. (laughs) Happy birthday, Mickey. Happy birthday, Mickey. That was my really
0: bad Minnie Mouse.
1: I liked it. It was it was your Marilyn, Minnie. It was, like, such a weird, unhinged show. And the show. Could you imagine? <gasps> oh,
0: I'm sorry. I just had, like, vision in my mind of Minnie dressed up as Marilyn Monroe in oh, the dress. So. She did the happy birthday in singing it to Mickey.
1: Yes. Okay. Uh, well, the show didn't end, like, the weird Mickey live show just like went into the smaller tent so people could keep watching. It was like a float that kept going. It seems like, I don't know, late eighties weirdness. I'm going to blame Michael Eisner for all of it. So (laughs) then the the land also featured like a couple of other character meet and greets as well as a petting zoo and a little playground. I know it's so weird.
0: And that is where animal kingdom was born. No, I'm kidding.
1: (laughs) Thank you, the petting zoo. No, but we can thank Michael Eisner, who did want to make this happen. It was his idea to celebrate Mickey's birthday. And of course he wanted to slap it together really quickly. So I imagine it was Michael Eisner saying, this is an idea we should market. And then Mr. Fast Fix was like, hurry, you guys have six months to do this. And that's exactly what they did. So the Imagineers put together the circus tents and the show and the playground all in a matter of six months for it to be unveiled for Mickey's birthday in Mickey's He's nothing
0: land. happens. Nothing happens that fast anymore.
1: Uh, no, nothing happens that fast. Uh, so maybe we need to bring Michael Eisner back to get things rolling, uh, Mr. Uh, oh, I know. I know that's polarizing, uh, but I'm just saying you we're sitting Bob on Bring Bob back too
0: while we're at it?
1: Heck, no I don't. I would <laughs> I would bring Eisner back in a heartbeat before I would bring Chapec, <laughs> but I would say that look, we're sitting on nearly 5 years of no Tron yet. So Eisner got stuff going. And apparently it was successful. So those six months of um, making this nothing section of Disney World into something worked well in his favor because it lasted for another two more years until they decided like, okay, I think two years is enough to celebrate Mickey's birthday. So let's change the name to Mickey's Starland. This is, we're still in Florida, folks. We have not left well, ca- to California yet. Um, I'm trying to so think it became location. Mickey Starland. It, I'm it trying is, to get my bearings.
0: Is this where New Fantasyland is now?
1: Yes. We're going to get there in a okay. second. But yes, this okay. is exactly where New Fantasyland is and where the- Sorry, jump in 1, the 1,000 or 2,000, 200,000 leagues, leagues under the- Whatever, 1,000 leagues under the sea. <laughs> Wherever that ride was, that's where this is. So two years in, they changed the name to Mickey Starland and they put a big emphasis on the Disney Channel afternoon cartoon shows, which was my life in this time. I definitely remember this in the early 90s. They changed their live stage show to be all about the most popular shows on the afternoon circuit. Um, And so then they would just rotate them around. So it's kind of similar to the... Disney Junior dance, DJ dance thing. Oh. They just kind of rotate out the popular characters. Yeah, it's so Noah cute. Noah loved it. It's so cute.
0: And then he his little mind got blown when Mickey came out to do the hot diggity dog dance. The hot dog yeah. dance.
1: Yeah. Oh um, I'm going to plug my Wonderful husband, Unpaid Intern Ryan, he recorded like 90% of that show a million years ago. But yeah, so if you hear Vampirina and Doc McStuffins and all those characters singing and dancing and talking, Unpaid Intern was the one who recorded them. Mm. But anyhow, back to Mickey's Starland now. We've changed from Mickey's Birthday Land to Mickey's Starland. And all the characters that they were showing were – I want to see if you remember these guys, Adam – they had Darkwing Duck, Goof Troop, Chippendale's Rescue yep, Rangers, yep. Roger Rabbit, of course, and then I wanna know if you remember this one, the Gummy Bears. Do you remember the Gummy Bears?
0: But they like they were on no.
1: for a second. It was, a, it, was a, oh. it was a show about gummy bears. It was on for a second.
0: These are all the characters, by the way, that they trudged out for the first time forever during the mm-hmm. uh, marathon weekend this year because it was the 90s retro marathon weekend. So Darkwing, like Chippendales, Rescue Rangers, all of them were out there on the course.
1: Well, they had the costumes. See, they had yeah, the they show back in, in, in the 90s. The moth
0: the mothballs off of them and uh, pull those costumes back out. <laughs>
1: So by 1992, going to the West Coast, Disneyland is in poor shape. There hasn't been a lot that's been unveiled and all of the money has gone to MGM Studios being opened and Magic Kingdom getting a revamp and all the money is in Florida. So they decide we're going to move some of the money over to Disneyland. And that's when the company decided to add an expansion on the West Coast behind It's a Small World. They found three acres of land. It's not A huge section, but they figured we could probably make our own new land behind It's a Small World. And so Imagineers immediately pitched Mickey's Toontown. They used Mickey's Starland as their base model, but wanted to get rid of the cheaply looking circus tents and build out more of a cartoon looking town. It's also early 90s. So the movie... Who Framed Roger Rabbit has become wildly popular and Disney is here for it. This is the late 80s when Roger Rabbit came out in 1988 and they are yeah. hurting. The Disney company had not had a successful movie in such a long time and their their animation was doing so poorly that Roger Rabbit really helped get their mojo back, really. And a year later, Little Mermaid and then Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin, they all started this big, Renaissance, but we can kind of look to Roger Rabbit as being that first one that really helped put Disney back on the map in some of their animation. And I just to remind you all about how successful Who Framed Roger Rabbit was, it was the second highest grossing film of the year in 1988, only wow. behind the movie Rain Man. Wow. So Disney's like, let's lean into this Roger Rabbit business. And so they decided to make Mickey's Toontown look in the architecture and style of Roger Rabbit. Construction began on Mickey's Toontown in 1992, and a year later they were able to open the land which was officially on January 24th, 1993. There were a couple of attractions and mostly a lot of playground area. There was the Jolly Trolley, which was a Roger Rabbit-inspired trolley car that moved up and down on a really short trolley track all around Toontown. There was also Gadget's Go Coaster, Gadget is a character from Whoa. Chippendale's Rescue Rangers, but nobody remembers her. She's the girl can I, of chipmunk.
0: Can I tell you, until I think one of the trips we were there at the parks together, I thought I mean, Gadget's Go Coaster was like Inspector Gadget. Like, I honestly, like, fully believed it was an Inspector Gadget kids roller coaster. Yeah. I can
1: see why you would think that. Gadget is like a kind of. Nothing character anymore. But in 1993, she was very popular in the afternoon Disney Channel stuff. So they had the Jolly Trolley, the Gadgets Go Coaster, and then a bunch of pretty intense Playground areas that were themed to the characters' homes. There was room for a dark ride, and of course, Roger Rabbit won that coveted place. And so, Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin, which is still open today, so premiered good. in 1994. So, a year after Toontown opened. I know. Do you
0: remember so when you and I did that? Like, when the yeah. parks reopened or something, and we were like, I don't remember this being this fun. I
1: It was surprisingly fun. And I never go on that ride. The last time I went on it was with you, but I forgot that you get to like spin the wheel. So it's fun. Okay. So heading back over to the East Coast, Imagineers basically gave Mickey Starland a facelift after seeing that Toontown was doing so well at Disneyland. So the big tent and the live show became a massive gift shop. This I know well. It was there up until New Fantasyland took over. But if you ever went shopping in Toontown, it was just kind of weird. And they had a line that you could stand in to go meet the princesses or the um, Mickey and Minnie. So they had like two different lines. I have a very specific memory that I'm just going to take a quick sidestep on. If I was (laughs) a spare character at Magic Kingdom for a day and they didn't need to use me, they still wanted me to work. By like 2 p.m., if I had not been called out to go, you know, basically be the substitute for somebody, they would tell you to go either put on a costume and go just work the Toontown line at this giant tent. So I would often go out as Wendy or Alice and just walk the line and like greet people and make magical moments and stuff. But I have some really weird photos of me just in (laughs) literal lines talking to people um, and taking pictures it was weird they can't do that now because it doesn't exist but it was bizarre so what else another tent was torn down and so was Minnie oh and then they built Minnie Mouse's house the movie screening tent was turned into a character meet and greet location and then they added Goofy's Barnstormer which is the same gadget coaster roller coaster but the only difference is that Um, While you're waiting in line, you get to see the roller coaster go past you looking like Goofy is like hitting the barn, which is a cute ad for a very basic roller coaster. Magic Kingdom's Toontown Fair, they added a fair element to it, officially opened in 1995. So both Disneyland and Magic Kingdom's Toontowns remained as they did on their opening date until really the late 2000s, (laughs) like Disneyland was kind of like, okay, they exist. We're just going to leave them be and not really put any more money towards them because they started becoming a big issue for the parks. With both of the lands, they had a ton of the playground structures. One was a giant ball pit in the Chippendales tree house. Another one was a bounce house inside Goofy's house, and both had copious amounts of Small lawsuits from children getting hurt on the slides, on the bounce house, on the ball pit. So they just started ripping that stuff out and essentially turning both of them into like seating areas and Mm -hmm. no toys or no things to touch or experience. And so Toontown kind of became sad. The Jolly Trolley at Disneyland, it got shut down in 2003 because of so many maintenance issues And that it was such a short track, people kept walking in front of it and then getting clipped by the Jolly Trolley. So (laughs) they said no more to that. So Toontown became kind of no fun over the course of, you know, 15 years. They just kept ripping things out more and more. At the Magic Kingdom, their Toontown was kind of so pathetic that they just decided they're not going to even attempt to fix anything and so in 2011 they made the big announcement that they were going to take out toontown and put in quote new Fantasyland, which is there today that's where they have the dumbo ride they've got be our guest restaurant The Little Mermaid ride. I love how
0: we still refer to it as New Toontown or New Fantasyland. Sorry, even though it's been around for quite a while.
1: Can we talk about what an unoriginal name New Fantasyland is (laughs) as well? Like they couldn't have come up with something better or just call it all Fantasyland.
0: I got to be honest. Every time we're back there, I'm kind of like, I got the Little Mermaid ride from Disneyland and uh, a cool Beast Beauty and the Beast restaurant
1: and the best bathrooms in all of the Magic Kingdom. The Tangled bathrooms. Yeah. (laughs) That one's for Kim.
0: So the only
1: thing that still exists from Toontown at Disney World at Magic Kingdom is Goofy's Barnstormer. But they did get rid of the actual barnstorming element. So you don't get to go through the building like you did at one point. Making the ride even more lame, in my opinion. And remember those Mickey's Birthday Land tents that we were just talking about? Yeah, yeah. The giant one that's that was originally the live show and then became the yeah. giant merchandise tent. It still exists today. That is the location for the new Dumbo ride. So if you go in there and you see the play area, that still is the exact same tent that's been there oh. since 1988. Just with a that is, new color. That
0: play area is amazing.
1: It is. It really is. So, yeah. So there is no more Mickey's Toontown for Magic Kingdom. Wah, wah. But the story doesn't end on a sad note uh, because Disneyland refused to pull the plug on Toontown. And that is why we are spending so much time on this podcast talking about it and the reopening. And we're just very excited about it. March 19th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway <laughs> Railway opened a couple of weeks ago. It was
0: very New Yorker of you right there, March 19th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, that's a yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: I keep saying up. it. You know, it's opening. So, so, our Toontown's opening. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is already open. It's in its all new building and show building. It's incredible. We had the best time on it. The queue is not to snooze on. It's awesome.
0: Oh. Also, well, I was gonna say with Mickey and Minnie's, there are a couple differences. I did a deep dive. They added, okay, it's longer because of the way the building is done. There are two—I wouldn't call them scenes, but two bridges between scenes that they've had to add that extends the ride. Well, so there's a whole thing as before you head into the picnic at the end. Yeah, there's a whole journey across a bridge. Where Goofy is talking to everybody on the train. That does not happen yeah. in Florida.
1: Okay. Well, yes, I do recall that. But I didn't clock that it was any different. <laughs> it's very minimal. Hey,
0: got to be accurate or Um
1: So with the reopening of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, we also have a couple of new things coming. Returning is Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin. I believe they're doing a facelift on that one, too. So it'll have some new colors and paints and stuff. And Chip and Dale's Gadget Coaster. So they've added Chip and Dale in there to make it a little clearer, I guess. But that ride (laughs) remains as well. Um, The rest of the land is being fully redesigned from a mix of its original forms. So you're still going to have the Donald's house, Goofy's house, Mickey and Minnie's houses. Um, But they're going to have new play areas that are going to be a little bit more interactive and hopefully safer so that we don't have to close them down again. I don't know. Mickey and Minnie will also be hosting um, meet and greets at their homes and Donald and Goofy's homes will remain the interactive play features for all the young kiddos to enjoy. So
0: I'm excited for that. I'm excited to take Noah there.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm excited to take Ray. Um, that's Toontown for you. I've never really given a whole lot of thought to Toontown except for when I researched this and it was actually a lot of fun. So I'm, I am really excited to see what it looks like here in a couple of weeks.
0: I can't wait to hear the full readout from it. I know. And to hear what you think of the fold over pizza.
1: I'm not going to try the fold over pizza. I would try that before I try a turkey leg. Actually, I don't know. You just read
0: my mind. I was about to say, turkey leg or fold-over pizza. Choose one. I think
1: actually, I think if I have to choose, which I want neither in my stomach, I think I'd pick the turkey leg over that fold-over pizza.
0: Folks. I think I would. You have now heard it one day. I think I
1: would. Because at least the turkey leg, it's turkey. It's
0: too bad they don't have turkey legs on the wish.
1: You know that we're going also to Disney World together. There will be turkey legs there.
0: I know. At the Magic Kingdom. hmm hmm
1: Yeah. Yeah. That is where it exists.
0: All right, listeners. That's the poll I'm going to put up. When we're at the Magic Kingdom and Disney World together in April, should Dana eat a turkey leg? And we'll see what the people say.
1: That's a real pull. And I am nervous what the results will say. (laughs) Okay. Well, with that, I just want to remind everybody again that I do still book Disney travel. I work with Adventures with Alice in Wonderland. We are always booking everything universal, Disney, Disney cruises, any of that, all of it. Um, You can always reach out to me on Instagram and I will happily get you a free price quote. I can't say this enough. It's a free feature to book with a travel agent. Um, If you're booking a Disney trip on your own, you have that baked in as part of the price. So that doesn't come out of your trip. It just is a commission that I make with Disney. So utilize me. I mean, if you're already listening to the podcast, you already know the importance of pre-planning for a Disney trip. But let me help you even further with all of that. So Send me a DM.
0: Do it. Slide Yay. into those DMs.
1: Ooh. For a free price <laughs> quote.
0: <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, have a great week. Next week, I'm going to be even more giddy about Scream because we'll be like days away.
1: Yay. I
0: can't wait. Cannot wait. Cannot
1: wait. All right. Have a great week, everyone.
0: Bye.